it's literally wedged into my teeth. I can't get it out. Well, you, I made a mistake. You judged him for eating day-old movie theater popcorn, and then you <sighs> ate it. That's what you get. It's so gross. Well, anyway, what did we learn? Mm-hmm. Not to trust Dylan when it comes to popcorn, among other things. Yeah. I'm pretty trustworthy. Wow. You, oh, I'm like, how did you play all these games? Oh, wait a minute. Because we Got played it. all of them for an hour. These Got are just it. ones that we've never talked about before, right. and it was some of them were really fun, and some of them were really infuriating. So Cool. Uh, yeah, so we talk about video games on this little show, if you've been listening. <laughs> um, recently, over this past weekend, there was Extra Life, which is a big fundraiser for the Children's Miracle Network. We did really well and had a blast. Uh, and by, by we, I mean the podcast and our crew in general. Yes, yeah, it was um, great. 18 people participated. Yep. Yeah, you were there. Tell me all yeah. about it. I was at a different fundraiser listening to Jason Raz bore ever. I mean, sing and entertain everybody. <laughs> so what night. you're saying is you chose poorly. You could have been at my house. I chose real poorly. It's all right. It was free. Uh, whatever. It was free at my house, too. Yeah. Uh, we had we pizza. Had <laughs> we did have pizza and donuts. We had so many donuts. God, so there were so many donuts. donuts. I had meatballs and steak bites. Oh, well, that sounds nice. And cookies. Uh, and we had cookies. Um, but and we a veggie also, tray. And a veggie tray. The ranch was really good. <laughs> Dylan would not shut up about the ranch. Brooke um, was on my side, though. No, no it was really like, good. I don't disagree. It was really good ranch. Anyway, there was also Divine. video games and I'm like, are we talking about movies and food, or are we going to talk about video games? Oh, speaking of food, I just spit a toasted chia seed. Thank you. There you go. Um, yeah, no, um, so we, like, the Bite Me local Seattle crew did two 12-hour days on Saturday and Sunday. We did a 12-hour day at my house. We played, I think, about 12 different games, actually. We switched out a game every hour, which was really cool. Um, did a bunch of couch co-op stuff, and then on uh, Sunday, we kind of dispersed to to our own homes. Um, we played a bunch of Rocket League in the morning. It was cool because like, we kind of said we were going to do this last year and it just never really worked out, but we actually played with a bunch of people fundraising in other places. So I played with Joe and I played with Jay. I played with a ton of people. I'm not going to list everyone because I'll forget someone and they'll feel bad. Um, but we played with a ton of different people. A bunch of people I've never played with before too, which was super fun. And we did another 12 hours. But the, the coolest part is we actually broke our uh, goal. The We set a $5,000 goal, which was... A stretch. Like we we hit like thirty two hundred last year, and and you guys hit thirty four the first day. day. Yeah, we so did yeah, because really I was well. keeping up and I was yeah. watching. You know, yeah. when I could and check yeah. in and stuff and see. It was cool. Um, and then yeah, the the next day we just we started, you know, just kind of chipping away. Like every every it was cool. We set up our live stream so every time we got a donation, it would go yay and then clap oh, fun. and it would show us how much the donation was and who donated. You're gonna have to teach me how to do that because I want to stream more and I want it to be a little more interactive. Mm-hmm. So it I, was yeah. really cool, and uh, and so we had that going. And so you know, every every once in a while, we just get these things, and you know, we're going up, 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 and we hit about forty two, forty three hundred dollars, and somebody started dropping fifty dollar donations, and just like random people, and they're anonymous, we don't know who it is, and <laughs> then at like forty, we were at like forty five hundred dollars, we. And, and I think at this point, she actually said that she wished she had made it anonymously, so I'm not going to say who it was. But, I mean, the video's on VOD, and I just uploaded to YouTube. So if you really, really want to know, you can find <laughs> out. Um, donated the last $530, and we slammed across the $5,000 mark. And since then, though, we've made, like, another $200 in donations. So we sit, I think, at, like, 5160 right now. Well, and- now I want to know. Well, you just tell me when we're done. I'll tell you when we're done. (laughs) It's not hard to guess who did it. Um, But, 
it was it was really cool, and it was so fun to be there. And we played, like I said, we played a bunch of games we've never played before. We played with really cool people before. Um, I think the most important part, though, is we can continue raising funds through the end of the year. And so, like, not to make us better, but like this money goes to primary children. Or, I'm sorry, that's who I used to fundraise for in Utah. It goes for to Children's Miracle Network, um, you know, hospitals across the United States. Um, we. Our particular fundraising for Seattle, but a bunch of other people are fundraising for ones all across the U.S. So you can actually still donate if you if you're like, oh, Monday morning, oh man, I can't, I believe, can't believe I forgot to donate. Mm, you can donate. You to can the still end of the donate year. through the end of the year, and uh, it'll actually count towards our total if you want to see us bump up a little bit. But more importantly, it, it gives money to these six kid, sick kids in hospitals. Yeah, just six of them. Just six kids. Um, <laughs> we, six kids around. When the world. we passed the five thousand dollar mark, it was actually really cool. Um, that's a that's a. Like a a milestone with the fundraising. And they send you an email and they're like, $5,000 that you raised goes, will pay for a full chemotherapy treatment for a kid with cancer or to put a heart monitor in a kid that needs a heart monitor. So, like, five grand was a big number to make. And that could make, you know, when you think about how how much medical care costs um, people without insurance, that kind of stuff, it's a significant thing that we were able to do. We literally saved a kid's life. That's that's the way I understand it. Yeah. Yeah, So that's awesome. It was super cool. I can't literally cannot wait to do it next year. We're already planning what we're going to do. It's going to be even bigger next year. We're going to even raise more money next year. So I'm going to and I'm going to try and get some fundraising time in like myself through some streaming or whatever, you know, maybe next weekend or sometime in December. The most important thing that's going to happen is, is the second the date locks in, as soon as they're like, here's what Extra Life 2019 is, I'm going to make a big poster and I'm going to put it on Adam's wall and it's going to be right underneath the big poster that says, here's when past what 2019 is. What I'm going to do is, is I'm just going to create, I'm just going to share my calendar with you and you're going to go in and block out the dates that I'm not allowed to do anything. You can be... <laughs> it's perfect. You can block I'm out the dates. We're dibsing Adam. Admin, yeah. admin assistant. It'll be we perfect. Get three or four uh, weekends a year. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, congratulations to everybody on the Bite Me team. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much we for joining in. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, so, let's talk about some of the games you played during Extra Life. Yes, it was good. Um, so, we actually started off the day with a game called Chicky Chicky Boxy Racers, which is a badly named it. game. It's by, by a company called Partners, I think, um, but published by Sony, but we played it on the Switch. <laughs> so, I don't I don't know exactly. But uh, it was a, the the... PR person for them reached out to me probably four weeks ago. I was like, hey, do you want to play this game? I'm like, I would love to play that game at Extra Life. And so they gave me a review copy of it. Um, and it is super fun. It's Did either of you guys ever play? You didn't. You're too young. Did you ever play Micro Machines? Hell you yeah. Did? Yeah, like on the SNES. Yeah, absolutely. That, like super like top-down, like floaty, you know, like slide-around-corners feel. That's exactly how this felt. And you could play it, I think, we played it four-player multiplayer, and I think it might support up to eight-player multiplayer. Just these little dorky boxy cars racing through these little dorky boxy tracks. And it was so fun. We had so much fun playing it. Like, my only complaint about it is... The only way to unlock more multiplayer maps is to play the single-player game, which kind of sucks. So we started playing. We're like, this is fun. Why are there only three maps we can play? <laughs> so That's um, so cool. But it was really fun. It's a Switch game. I think it's 10 bucks. It. I don't think anyone has ever heard of this game. I went to stream it, and it wasn't even one of the choices of games you could stream. <laughs> so... I, I don't. I guess no one's ever heard of it, but it's on the eShop. It's ten bucks, and it's it's fun. It's really fun. Nice. Um, so you got there to play Rockets, 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 right? Yes. Yeah. Dylan came to my house via Olympia. Um, 
It's a long story. At 8.30, he texts me. He's like, I'm running a little late. And then rolls into my house at 10.30. I'm like, where did you go? <laughs> it's a long story. Okay. He got lost. Yeah, we had to make a stop, and then we had to make another stop, and then I took a wrong turn. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Dude, you made rockets, it for Rockets, Rockets, Rockets. That right? looks like a lot of fun. It is fun. You play as a rocket, obviously. That's, wait a minute. You, a rocket? You, you take pew, pew. off, and then you shoot missiles at you shoot missiles from your rocket i guess which i guess are you like well, shooting you little pew-pews rockets and then you have mines i think well and you have mines and then you had there's some sort there's, of power up there's some something. sort of other button and you just fly around these this big open space that's full of all sorts of obstacles and try and kill the other three players and once you do that you win it's it's a, it's the epitome of like a super simple four player co-op game that is just a ton of fun. We played it for about a half hour, and then it crashed, and then we moved on to something else. So Wow. Um, literally this year, I just went through my Steam library and filtered it by four-player couch co-op games. They were like, what are a bunch of games that I've owned and have never played? And that was one of them. So we played that. Um, we played at Sundown, which we played for an hour and a half because Rockets, Rockets, Rockets crashed. And <laughs> at Sundown is amazing. It's so dope. We've talked about it before. Um, we played it at PAX. Vinny originally told us about it after PAX East 2017. And we played it at PAX. PAX. West 2017 and 28. Well, I played it this year too. Yeah. Um, it's a. I'm looking up these games as you're pl- as you're talking so about. At Sundown them. is interesting because it's the first game I believe that Discord published in their new store. Like you can't okay. buy it on Steam yet. You yeah, have to actually buy Discord it through Discord. Um, it's 15 bucks, and it's it's four player up to four player, I yeah. guess. And you choose what gun you want, and there's like pistols, and there's bow and arrows, yes, and there's they sniper all do rifles. Do something different, and they all have a secondary fire option. And then it lets you lose in a in an area, and that can be a mansion, it can be a warehouse, it can be like there's like an outdoor garden one. Yeah. And each of those have like three or four lit areas. Right. And then there'll be lightning on some of them, and the only way you can see the other characters. I remember talking about this yeah, game before. Is if they walk through the light. During a lightning strike, when they shoot, Shoot, or if if they they run, if they run or like do the dodge motion, they'll have a little like trail, so you don't necessarily see them, but you have an idea of where they are. And the the there's it's super frantic, and like sometimes it's like bam 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 bam, and the game's over, (laughs) and sometimes it's like bam bam, and then there's two people hunting each other through the levels. And you know, you it's so like, much fun. I, I saw that guy over there. I bet you he went straight. He's right in front of me. Bam! And you shoot, and then he's like right behind you and shoots you in the back of the head. It's it's really fun. And the different guns make for really interesting different strategies. Right. So it, it's definitely cool. It's just kind of a bummer that I mean you could probably play it online, I guess. Maybe. I don't yeah. know. But it's really fun couch co op. Can you really tell fun. me about this next game? Because I remember you posting about playing it and then I'm just now looking at a trailer for it and I'm quite disturbed. <laughs> this game was amazing. <laughs> it's, called it's called Frog, Frog Climbers. Frog Climbers. And it controls like Can I don't me- want to say like co-op because it's not like co-op. Really? To me, it, what is co-op? To me, this kind of it didn't, doesn't play exactly the same way, but it reminded me of Gang Beasts. And like, what you're doing is so simple, but so difficult. Yeah. Like climbing is not a very difficult thing, especially for well frogs. They're not good. Right. At it. They don't. But the game makes it so difficult because each joystick independently controls your arms up and down. So like and you have to reach controls up, your hands. Use the bumper or trigger to grab something, and then you have to move the joystick the opposite direction to pull yourself up. Yeah, so and you then push use up your to other your stick. 
and you have to repeat that motion. And there's only certain things you can grab. You can't just grab. It's not Zelda. We can't <laughs> climb everything. But you can see ridges, or you can grab like the joints or hands of other frogs. So if someone's reaching and you reach and grab their hand, you can pull their hand down. That's or you can climb up another frog. Up another That's, frog. Yeah, it looks and piggyback them. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and there's also like spinning things. And there's like ladybugs. I saw that will a flying ladybug carrying things. If you things. grab them and they'll rocket you to the top. Yeah, but if you, and if you fall off too, it like bounces you back up, which can almost be a strategy sometimes. Right. Or if there's like three frogs holding onto you, you could drop and all of you will fall Mwah. off. It's it's a really It's actually really fun. It's really fun and really frantic. I don't know if I'd want to play it for more than like an hour. Right. It's definitely like the you play it for 30 minutes as a warm-up on game night yeah. kind of thing. Because you definitely want to be in the same room as people playing this. Yeah. You're not going to have the same experience. It like, was fun. It was really but, enjoyable. And just like that, like, let go of me, let go of me, let go of me. Ah! And you all fall off. It's fun. That's so um, fun. We played a game called Jamestown. It's a like it's a really highly rated shmup. Okay, yeah. Um, it's from a while ago. Yeah, and it's I from just like 2011. Yeah, I just um, looked it up because I'm like, oh, great. And I think it would have been fun, but I don't know if the copy I had was bugged or what, but it looked like you. So you shoot this big beam. Like your primary shot is, is like this blue? energy beam. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, ours were all grayscale, and they weren't showing the color of our ship. And so, like, it should be like, hey, I shoot red, and you shoot green, and you shoot yellow, and you shoot purple. But for us, it was they all just shot kind of this grayish white color. So you had so no idea which what ship you, you were, were until you like made some janky motion to back and forth. So yeah. Back, okay, I'm that one. <laughs> and the only reason you knew that is because. Occasionally they would shoot in colors, yeah. So it's like I think they're supposed to shoot in colors. And it was—it's really cool, and I think it would be a really enjoyable game. But we had that bug problem, and then we also got through like the first four or five levels. It was like, okay, hey, if you want to unlock the next level, you have to rebeat all the levels you've already beaten on a harder difficulty difficulty level. Yeah. And it was like, oh, well, I don't well, want to do that. I don't want to do that. Next, yeah. So we we stopped playing that. Yeah. Um, so I, this next game, it's it, Party Panic. I played a little bit. It reminds me of um, Mario Party. Um, or like Fusion Frenzy, maybe oh. even. Oh. Um, it's just a bunch of little dopey party games played with little dopey characters. It's it's really fun, and uh, yeah, some of the games were pretty pretty fun. You know, it's it's one of those games that like you don't if you've ever played a like mini game couch co op game. Party Panic is one of those. My kid bought it for me for Christmas or my birthday last year, and we've played it a couple times. It's way more fun with four people than it is with two people. Right. So That's it's enjoyable. Understandable. It's pretty cheap, as I recall, 10, 15 yeah. bucks. The last... Dr. Lumpy kicked everyone's butt. Yeah. Who's Dr. Lumpy? He's just one of the characters in the game. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, That's, is that a new patron that they I don't know really, about? Like, the names kind of like auto-generate, I think. Yeah. Not necessarily auto-generate, but they have like some default names, and they're really weird and funky. <laughs> yeah. But you can change them, but like... They're pretty good, just the yeah. way they are. Is it this next? The I'm next sorry, one is, is it, probably the best game I played, played the entire day. Yeah. Is it the Adult Swim game? Yes. Yeah. Oh no! It's, so, it's amazing. So we were gonna play Jackbox for the last hour, and Mansox. Mansox came out. And he's like, "Dude, do you guys need to play Duck Game?" And I'm like, "What's Duck Game?" He's like, "Oh my god, you've never heard of Duck Game?" I'm like, "I've literally never heard of Duck Game." He's like, "You need to play it." I'm like, "Man, I already bought at Sundown today. I don't know if I want to buy." another game. He's like, I've got a key. I'll send it to you right now. Oh, <laughs> nice. Like, okay. And so we loaded it up, and Duck Game is a game where you are a duck. And you're playing games. Fighting against four other ducks, three other ducks, sorry. And it, it essentially just drops you <laughs> in a level. And, like, I don't know that the levels are... I don't know if they're procedurally generated or there's just a 
bunch of different I, designed I've, ones. I played it for another hour, hour and a half with my kid on Sunday, and I don't think I ever saw the same level yeah. again. So I think that either they're like procedural or they're like handmade with a bunch of procedural elements. Right, like they like you might end up going into a map with just melee weapons. So you just have swords and suits of armor. We played a game or, that was just instruments. Right. It was like I killed my kid with a trombone. It was great. <laughs> um, but literally it just opens up and you it drops you all kind of in a group or sometimes it drops you in different parts of the map and you just have to grab a gun and start shooting at people. But there's there's all sorts of different guns. Some of them only have one shot. Some of them are like muzzle loaders. You, is it uh, almost like PUBG or Fortnite, like not, in a 2D floaty jousty kind of space even, where you grab something and you have to kill the other character? Like it's a battle royale sort of? of. In, in the sense that it's last man standing. Yeah. Yes. But it's just wacky. Um, like the muzzle loaders are awesome because you shoot once and then you literally have to like put it up and like drop a ball in it and do the like yeah. muzzle loading. And it's really pushing. funny when a couple people, because all you can have is muzzle loaders and they shoot this big cloud of smoke. You don't know who's alive. When you, you shoot them and you miss completely and then you like jump around and they miss you completely and then you have to go like hide in a corner and muzzle load your your yeah. musket and but there's oh, shotguns man. there's a bazooka there's like grenades there's lasers, landmines guns, there's lasers there's yeah. a bionic arm and evidently there is a level Jet editor packs. i like i don't i don't even know i like i said i've played it for like two and a half hours and it is some of the most fun i've ever had and it was super fun two player as it was four player it was it just faster two player um but it's that kind of game too where you probably every other level ends in just something fantastic happening, either like an across the map shot or an amazing jumping sniping shot, or you know something <clears throat> weird happening where you end up lighting everyone in the map on fire and you all end <laughs> up as little roast ducks. And that's very cool. I would say probably one in every four ones just ends in a draw where you accidentally blow yourself and everybody else up. It's really, 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 really fun. So That's awesome. Duck game, I think it's like 15 bucks, and it is 100% worth it if you know one other person. Very cool. Anyway. Well, it sounds like you guys had a lot of fun. Oh, so good. So good. Very cool. Uh, again, thanks to everybody for uh, joining our Extra Life team and helping us raise over $5,000. Yeah. Um, and if you would like to help support our show, you can always go to bite me or patreon.com slash podcast, and that's where uh, you can sign up. Give us a little bit of money. We'll get you some uh, fun stuff. Get swag, you some swag, and you get access to all of our shows and stuff. Days, weeks, months. No, I'm kidding. Sometimes hours. <laughs> Sometimes hours, or early. maybe five minutes Usually before the capacity of early. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, it's a sliding scale of early. Um, but anyway, and we've got is for as little as a dollar a month, all the way up to our producer level, and that's where we give you a shout out on the air and say thanks for supporting our show and stuff. I'm pretty sure that every single one of these people, too, were also in our extra life. I'm sure team. they were, because um, they're with the awesome people. the of Jack Irish, and that it was not his fault. You can only do it if you're in the U.S. or Canada, but he did donate. He, like, wormed his way around and found a way to donate, so that's I appreciate cool. that. Alan Schulte, Austin Palmer. Was Austin in it? Austin may not have been. Um... Jack Irish, Jacob Frank, Joe Cole Jr., Kevin Schuld, Tom McDermott, and Vinny Ciampa. All stand-up folk. Yeah, thank you all so much for supporting us and supporting Extra Life. We'll do yes. it again next year. Yes. Right? <laughs> Only 360-ish days Three away. Days until, yeah. <laughs> but who's counting? Math yeah, is hard. Yeah, yeah. All right, got a few things to discuss uh, here in this section that we like to call... News. That's the one. Uh, let's talk about it. I read about this, heard about it. Um, I don't know anything about the game, though, because I own it. Still, still haven't, haven't played, played it. it. <laughs> Even though I own it. I own it now. You guys played a bunch of Overwatch on uh, Sunday, didn't you? Yeah. 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 I hear you suck and Vinny's amazing. 
That's not necessarily true, but we like to tell each other that we suck, but then we actually know each other are actually pretty good. And when we play together, we win. Uh, now, have you, had a chance to, have you had a chance to play with the new Overwatch hero available? Her name, her name is Ash, right? Ash. Okay. Yeah. She, Talk about Ash. She's uh, like a, I think like if you want to be very derivative, you could say she's like a female McCree. She's, yeah, she's, it seems that way. She's kind of a, she's a cowgirl. Um, oh, yeah. She's got Fun. some cool tattoos. Um, her main weapon is a, uh, a rifle um, that she can either shoot semi-automatically kind of from the hip if you want to shoot real fast, or it has like a looking down the sights uh, kind of snipery style. mode that does a bunch of damage. Um, she also has a sidearm that apparently it does a lot of damage, uh, but also has a pretty wicked kickback that she can use um, either offensively... Or to escape. Or to escape, uh, or strategically to... Like reposition. reposition herself with the the kickback from that, um, and then she, as I said in uh, Bite Me QTE today, she also has dynamite, and it um, it's dynamite, so it explodes. Oh, is that what it yeah. is? Yeah, character um, sounds a lot of, like a lot of fun, so. but it's cool too because you can actually take her dynamite and throw it. And, like, throw it into a battle, and then if, I guess you probably have to be a really good shot, you can throw it and then shoot it, and it'll explode down into groups. So you can use it as a, like, Ooh. a, yeah. And this might be fun time for me to get in there and try this, because that sounds like fun. is named Bob, which I like a lot, <laughs> and he's, like, some sort of little robot dude that she can send in to do uh, damage. Beating. Yeah, so she, it's her loyal Omnic companion, rushing into the fray, shoving aside the front line to rough up targets in the back line. That's awesome. Bob. Sounds fun. Yeah. What does Bob stand for? Uh, you know, I don't know. It is an acronym, but it doesn't say. So, and I didn't do that research. Big old I apologize. booty. I don't know. Big, big old booty. Big old booty. The robot. <laughs> yeah. Peachy booty king. <laughs> super fun. Um, she is available right now on the PTR. PTR. If you'd like to jump in and play around with that, I like her character model a lot. And one thing I will say too, like one of the criticisms that came out. So BlizzCon was this weekend, which is why literally all we're talking about is Blizzard news today. Um, one of the big complaints people were like, "Oh, great, another like white girl for." Uh, you know, this game that is already full of, like, the last bunch of them have been. Um, they said there are five new characters in development right now, and a lot of them will be more racially diverse than Ashes. So, cool. Which is cool. I mean, I don't really think that. I'm pretty I mean, sure I would say that Overwatch wouldn't really have a problem with that. I think it's just like the last couple have kind of been that right. way. I, I don't right. know what race the hamster is. Because right. they've got a pretty good purple people. They have a gorilla. Yeah. They have a couple of robots. Yeah. I think it, people were just hoping. I, I think yeah. because that game right. is very diverse, they probably were hoping that this yeah, would be as well, and it wasn't. But uh, Blizzard said, like, it's cool. What just hold going? on. There's five more coming. Yeah. It'll be go. It'll mm-hmm. be all right. Um, also out of BlizzCon this year, Warcraft 3 Remaster is coming next year. Was Warcraft 3, like, I mean, I remember playing, I actually remember playing yeah, Warcraft 3. I do too, and it was but really was good. was it that big of an influential You know, I think at the time, like... Thing? I mean, in two ways. I mean, first of all, yes, I think it was a big RTS at the time, it, but it, what it did is it, in, it I believe was a real-time strategy game that introduced the idea of heroes, where you have these characters that stay with you through multiple campaigns. They gain levels, they gain experience, and so on and so forth, which led to the creation of... Um Dota? Dota. Yeah. What's, what's the name of the expansion? I can't remember. Um, Defense of the Ancients? Yeah. Yeah. That's what oh, Dota. Yeah, Dota. Yeah. The, it led to that add-on for Warcraft 3 that I only eventually... Know that. I only know that because when Kevin and I started seeing each other, he literally was playing nothing but Dota. Dota this, Dota that. For, I'm not kidding, four to eight hours a night. Dang. Yeah. Was he's, he very he's a, good? He's That's actually only really good. four games, guys. As far as I can tell, <laughs> as far as I can tell, he's actually really, really good. Sure. So, yeah, he's not so, played in a... 
probably a year. So Warcraft spawned that that Defense of the Ancients. Um, and that's not, why I know what that expansion. Means. It was just a, a mod. mod. Yeah, a mod for it, which then obviously became Dota, which became League of Legends, Legends which became so all of those. So, so, I mean, yes, it was influential, I think, as its own as a real-time strategy game, but I think it was also hugely influential in that it created an entire genre of video games. Gotcha. So, But I remember it being a pretty big deal. I remember playing it and enjoying it. I remember it. playing those it and going, so. solid. Yeah. yeah. I played Warcraft 2 more, though. Same. Yeah, I did, too. Um, but join the navy they yeah. said see the world they said that's what the orcs say when you click on them <laughs> oh yeah Didn't, <laughs> I like I didn't, I played and then if you click on them enough he throws up um <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I should be marking all of these because you had some really good sound bites today <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay yeah. But so, yeah. Um, so yeah so this remaster basically is what it is and it's coming out next year yeah I, it, you know it's a game that I would like to revisit just because in my head I think I would always be really good at RTS games and in reality I'm very very bad at RTS games and I think what I, I don't need, like the pressure well I, you know and I'm just I don't think I think the right way what I need is like an RTS mentor I need someone to like play this game with not against me but with me, with me. I think the same thing for um uh, what's that tactical strategy game? Um, XCOM. Yeah. Is I need like an XCOM mentor to like, hey Cliff, this is how you should play this game. Right. right. No, that's how I. That's how I learned how to play League of Legends. Is like one of my buddies who he had stopped playing the game at the time, but still to this day he watches all the esports. Like yeah. he follows it. Like Worlds just finished. He was like watching all the way up to the end every year. But he would just sit there and backseat game while I would play. He would yeah. just tell me what to do. Yeah. Like how you should be. Like, should you be pushing right now? Should you be doing this? Should you be farming? What weapons do you buy? Like, how to optimize, yeah, your your items yep. and blah, 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 blah. And, like, it really helps to learn those kind of games because they're just so deep. Someone right. to be able to digest that information and feed it to you like mommy bird. So just chew it up and <laughs> yeah. spit it into your mouth. But like, my, my brother did the same thing to me um, with WoW Battlegrounds. Right. And it was very, very helpful. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's like pass on that information. Yeah, because I think there are just some people that are better at those things. And they're, they're so they dense. Have the experience. Yeah, so. it's like you don't. I think you don't realize it's like it's not that that person's just good at that it's stuff. They it's, put in the they time. They put in a lot of time yep. to understand that game. Right. It's like no one is ever just that naturally good at something. It's just they've spent a lot of time doing yeah. it. Yes, they might have some natural ability. They might be just a little quicker than you at these well, games. But and I think that's the thing is like my brother is naturally a better gamer than I right. am, and so he just naturally is going to be better at that and it's nice that he can sometimes share that back to me right. it helps and when you so. are good at something you tend to do it more yep. because you're it doesn't exactly there's no barrier for you to continue yep. playing that game because you don't feel like you're doing very good so it does help to win your first couple yep. games yeah keep it rolling 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 that's rolling. the one what? um so <laughs> when this happens next summer do we want to put money down on whether or not Cliff disappears no you're not gonna do it World no. of Warcraft uh, classic yeah, no. The vanilla coming back. Like, I love the idea of WoW. I, You know, I'll be honest. I have loaded up WoW recently, and it's a very cool game, but it is... It, you can feel the age on WoW. Like, oh, that game feels old. It looks old. It really needs, like, a whole overhaul mm, update. It, it, and... It's not that like I'm a like super elitist when it comes to those kind of things, but if I'm gonna like I mean if I'm gonna inject that wow in, um, I'm going to need a little bit more these days. I think um, there are so many other beautiful, amazing games that I don't have to sell my soul for. Right. That. Um, but I don't was know if wow? I'll do it. But was wow ever about being beautiful? You know the thing is, is when I played wow, it's never been a bad looking game. Well, it has that art style that's it. 
not that it's ageless because it's obviously kind of it doesn't look particularly good anymore but i think at a, at that time like wow was cool looking like, yeah i think the thing is is when i played wow a lot it was probably well, i've lived here for 5 years it was probably 8 years ago um and wow at the time didn't look Oh my god, amazing. But it looked really, really good and you could have huge open areas and huge open worlds and you could go like, oh, this game will be able to, you know, I played this game a couple years ago and it looked good and it looks good now and it's probably going to look good in the future. But I think that to some degree, like that game needs a visual overhaul. But I'm wondering if it's hard for them to do because there are so many people that have been playing that game for 10 or 15 years now and run it on kind of potato computers. Right. Um, I, I don't know. But you don't yeah, you don't want to like stop people from playing your game because you've yeah. kind of and, forced and, them to upgrade, yeah. I guess. And maybe? at the same time too, like I don't personally understand why we care that well, no, that's actually not true. So I don't personally understand what makes WoW Vanilla better than current WoW. Like, I don't, I'm not smart enough about WoW to know the difference between those two. But, like, if I put it in a context of a game I am familiar with, um, Star Wars Galaxies, which is another mm-hmm. role playing game that I played before I played WoW, or MMO I played before I played WoW, that game was way better at the start than before after they introduced Jedi's into that game. It went from being like a really cool Star Wars game about Star Wars. That then very quickly became a everyone's a Jedi and everyone's cool and everyone has force powers and like it made the game worse. Gotcha. Um, and so like I understand why people might like Vanilla WoW better than they do current WoW, but I can't speak to what that is. So do I think it's cool? Yes, I hundred percent think it's cool because people want it and they keep these like fan based Vanilla WoW servers keep coming up and everyone's super hyped about them and then they get smashed by WoW Legal and they keep mm. coming up and getting smashed by WoW Legal so I think it's great that they exist and I want the people that are super interested to be able to do that to play that and I think it's really cool that it's going to be included in your WoW subscription without having to pay more for it but I don't understand it hmm. but good for them I mean yeah. I think good for good for the gamers that want it and really really awesome for Blizzard for recognizing those people exist and catering to them yeah and they're like, not actually great. they're not charging extra for it so they're really not trying to make a buck off yeah of it. I'm I mean, sure they're going to micro I'm sure they're going to introduce something to make some money maybe? off of it at some point I mean it's they still have subscription to. Well, based so I mean, you're still yeah making... you're paying 15 bucks a month yeah so uh, to me like WoW peaked at like what 10 million users I want to say a couple years ago and then it's been steadily dropping since then so right. anything they can do to keep that number steady. I mean, even, I think it's now it's at like four or five million. You like to do the math, like five million times $15 a month. That's a lot. It's a lot a month. And a lot of people don't actually pay the $15 a month. They do like that weird where you can mine gold in the game and trade it for credits to pay your subscription thing, whatever. But it's, you know, if there's something there. It's, it's, a, it's a game that I have a hard time imagining ever not existing. Figure they're uh, they're averaging maybe $10 a month per active user. Mm, Let's maybe. say that. What, 40 million a month? Yeah, 40, 50. It's not bad. It's not That's change. That's not bad, turds. Um, well, cool. <laughs> and have been doing that for years. 27 decades. years. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, next. Uh, <laughs> 15 years. It launched in 2004. Oof. Oh, that's right. Um, so up next in some Fortnite news. Does and I don't care about this at all, but NFL skins are coming to Fortnite. I also don't care at all because football, whatever. Me. Um, but it's super interesting to me for maybe one reason, but maybe I could squeeze two out of it. Two or three. So first of all, I assumed that EA 
had locked the NFL license for everything related to video games. Clearly um, not. Clearly not. And so that's <laughs> interesting to me. And it's interesting to me that Fortnite was the one that finally got that. I, can you imagine what they paid to license NFL I mean, when you're printing $130 yeah, million dollars a month. Yeah. I, think I think it's really interesting. I think it's, to me, like, if I was a hardcore Fortnite player, I think I might find that kind of lame. Like, it's a super commercial oh, totally. move. Um and, like, I like the goofy, wacky skins that are in Fortnite. Like, to me, like, going around and seeing a Seahawks one, it's kind of lame to yeah. me. But, I, I like, but you know, but you know they will, however they're doing this, whether they're selling them, whether I don't, I don't know what they're doing, you know that they're going to sell bajillions How of long these. do you think till they introduce a take-a-knee emote? A what? A take-a-knee emote. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you think? I would. I would. And I'm go, not laughing at, at that. I'm just like, I wonder if they I would actually go that Fortnite far. And I will pay actual real money for that. Right. I wonder if they would actually go there. Oh. Uh, you know, it would. It could, it could be interesting. It could be. They could actually. Randy Pitchford's you know a pretty what? progressive dude. So that could be maybe. kind of a cool thing. Yeah. I would. Huh. I would go buy that right now. Absolutely. I don't I'd know. pay good money. Like I said, I don't. I, it's, yeah. It, like the the jerseys are not for me. I will not buy one of those. I don't football. No. Like now. They get I the, don't. They get understand. the MLS license. Like that's a that's a different story <laughs> altogether. But um, sports balls. <laughs> I think it's interesting because I think there might be a large population of the player base that is into football. Oh, so sure. it's oh. very good for them. Yeah. Just saying, like the game is that huge, and the game's mainstream. Football is mainstream, therefore that crossover is huge. They will make yeah. tons of money, I'm sure. Um, so, like, I think there's a large percentage that don't care about being a goofy Easter bunny, but really would like to rep a Seahawks jersey. Yep. Um, also, nothing says esports more than this. Yeah. Like, a it's a very good. It's a very good step in forwarding esports. Like having the crossover. It's the same way with that. What was it? The the League of Legends, LeBron yeah. James crossover there. Now I feel um, bad for making jokes. So, <laughs> um, I mean, it's all. This is. Very good for the future of video games, I think. Yeah. Um, like, other than, like, Madden isn't the only place that you're, like, it's not just, we're not just stuck in yeah. sports games. Like, it, right. outside of sports games, now there's yeah. there's crossovers. I, so. I would like to read you something from the Polygon article, just because I think this actually provides details about this. Um, starting Friday, NFL team outfits will be available in the Battle Royale item shop in exchange for V-Bucks, Fortnite's in-game currency. They're available for both male and female avatars, which is good, because, I mean, God, what would a shit show that have been? Uh, and players can change the numbers shown on them before every match. So I guess if you like more than two players on a team, you can switch that's, back and forth. That's really cool, yeah. That you can actually be. Yeah. Outfits include helmets and a full set of pads. There is also a vanilla Fortnite uniform available as well. That's pretty neat. And how how many people do you think you're going to run into in the first game you drop into with a number 69 on their jersey? That would be me. Uh, okay. Is uh, is that a valid NFL number? I think so. Hmm. Yes, all of them. Right. All right. Well, there is all your uh, news stuff. If uh, you'd like to discuss that, hop onto our Discord channel, and I'm pretty sure we've got a channel in there to talk about news. Um, I don't think actually. Oh, yeah, we can put it in in the QTE section. And uh, speaking of, if you like your daily dose of newsy stuff from video games and whatever, enable the Bite Me QTE skill on your Alexa or your Echo, and you can get the... uh, QTE, it's less than five minutes of all the video game news delivered daily to your flash briefing. When you get up, just say, hey, Alexa, tell me the news, and bam. Bam. You can also just subscribe on iTunes, too. Oh, then there's that. Yeah.
right, up next we have questions from a whole lot of people, but first... Cliff has a story. Story time. Tell us. So one thing I forgot to talk about when we were doing the games we played was that I played Tabletop Simulator with Josh and Jacob and uh, Thomas on Extra Life Day, and it was absolutely amazing. Uh, we've been trying to get a game of this together forever. I don't know what is wrong with Dylan. It's, I'm a, s- it's story time. It's story time. I'm being the atmosphere. We pl- so you need water because we played a game called... That's a that's a horse. That's not water. We played uh, dragons, rivers and dragons. Dragons, streams and dragons. I don't know. Some sort of. You guys are so weird. Well, that's, wa- that's actually water on me now. <laughs> Adam um, just poured water all over himself. It was called, I think, Dragons, Streams and Dragons. I want to say Dragons and Bridges. Dragons and Bridges. That's what it was. Dragons and I Bridges. Didn't play, but I didn't so, is it all tabletop game. games that it's, you play? It's really cool. So the way it works is you just buy the base game, and then everything else is through the Steam Workshop. So people actually make games that you just subscribe to and download. And so, I mean, there's all the basic, you know, checkers, chess, and all those right. stuff. But there's, like, full role-playing games inside of it. There's, um, like, tabletop RPGs. There's, you know, Monopoly and all those kind of things, too. And this this Bridges and Dragons game was absolutely just incredible. And Josh, like, led us through this game with, like, the patience of a saint. Like, a bunch of dummies trying to be funny for streaming and, you know, not knowing how it works and having never played the game or used the software before. It was awesome. But the best part of the entire game is, is, is so Jake and I have never played this game before. Josh and Thomas have. And the entire time, Josh is like, watch out for Thomas. He's going to sneak up on you. He's going to sneak up on you. But the whole time, we can see that he's doing some sneaky crap, too. We're like, he's the guy to watch out for. And then like probably a turn before one of the two of them would won, Jacob was just like boink boink, I win. <laughs> right, and that ended our day. That was the last thing we played for the entire twenty four hour deal, oh, wow. and it was really good. It was, cool. and it was so we actually played like twenty four and a half hours because the game didn't end. So it was really fun. <laughs> Tabletop Simulator is great. It's on, at least on Sunday. It was on sale on. Um, Green Man Gaming or Green Man Games, whatever that one is, for like eight fifty. But oh, normally wow. it's twenty bucks. Super fun. <clears throat> cool. Anyway, definitely check that out. Um, on to questions. We have one from Jacob. We got one from Joe Coleslaw, Kangaroo Jack. Good day, mate. And first, that guy like had a weird accent there. Sorry. <laughs> what were you saying about my accent? Not you, me. I try. I went from doing the Kangaroo Jack Australian accent to trying to say first, and I said first. So when we were playing, <laughs> when I was playing with Vinny this weekend. His uh, his mom was in there like, what are you playing? But like, she has an accent. <laughs> she does. Yeah. And then his dad came in and kind of the same thing. It's like, he's got an accent. <laughs> and then when Vinny is talking to his parents, Vinny has more of an accent. <laughs> because Vinny's accent's very, very subtle. Yeah. Like, you probably, unless you know he's from... And it doesn't from, sound anything like Dylan's. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> if, unless you know he's from Boston, you probably couldn't even tell that... He's speaking any sort of... He's not talking about parking the car. Right. Or chowder. And then his dad humored me and totally like said he was going to park his car down by the harbor yard. And I was like, yes, this is the best. That's amazing. (laughs) That's cool. Uh, Vinny would like to know, what's your video game uh, junk food? A game you go back to time and time again when you know you have other games to be playing. Wow, that's not where the question was going that I thought. That didn't go where I thought. That's a really good question. I love this question. I love the way he phrased this question. I love, like, I'm going to use the phrase video game junk food all the time. forever because mm-hmm. it's such a good description <laughs> of just me. that game that like 
I should be playing Red Dead right now. Uh-huh. But I don't know. It seems like a lot of work to get out and get on a horse and have to do 45 minutes worth of missions. And so that game for me is 100% Rocket League. Rocket League, when I start, when I stop playing the single-player game that I'm playing and start playing Rocket League for like three or four days in a row, that's a pretty good sign to me that I don't want to play that game anymore. Aww. <laughs> um, and it's not Red Dead. It's not Red Dead. But like Assassin's Creed Origins. I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just don't know if I feel like, I don't know if I feel like Origins. Maybe I'll just play Rocket League for 45 minutes. And then the next morning I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll just play some Rocket League right? for 45 yeah. minutes. That's a pretty good sign for me that I'm not really into that other game. And so Rocket League is definitely my, my video game junk food. Mine is absolutely the Hot Shots Golf Series. <laughs> I love that about you, Adam. I'm not even going to lie. I want to play this with Adam. Yeah, it's yeah. I just so go fun. play this with you. It's so fun. Like, and it's the, because the version, my favorite version is like Hot Shots Golf Open T2 or whatever, and it's on the, it's a PS2 era game. <laughs> and it's just terrible looking, but it's so much fun. I don't know what it is about that game. Do you I have keep the going new one on the PS4? I don't. Mm. I haven't gotten it. I downloaded, um, there was something on the PlayStation Now service that you can play, and I've played that, and that's a lot of fun. But anything Hot Shots Golf, that's I'll I'll go back to that. I love that every awesome. chance I get. I love that. A I don't lot. care. Mine's peanut butter M and M's. Not junk food you eat while like, playing video games. But that's literally, different. like when I first read this question, I just like answered peanut butter M and M's before like I read the rest of the question. I was trying to sit here. I'm like, pizza's probably mine. Oh, got right. it. so junk food you eat while playing video right. games? Because it's always like every time I get on with Vinny, especially, I like I make a point to shake my five pound bag of peanut butter M and M's, and then I eat a handful, and then eat another handful, and then eat. A, yeah, they're pretty good. <laughs> but what's your video game junk food? I don't. This is hard. I don't. I don't know if I have that game. You don't have that game yet, but you, for you, I, actually, I would guess that game for you is Hearthstone. Sort I was going to say something like that. That's more of a game that I stop playing. Yeah, you go in and because, out of. But it's because the meta turns into something that I don't like, so sure. I stop playing it. And then they release a couple expansions, the meta changes, and then you go back and you play it. You climb the, the ladder a little bit, and you're like, "Damn, that still that deck's still here." They didn't. <laughs> they nerfed cards, and it's still here. Like, um, so. Kind of in a way, but it's yeah. It's more like I, yeah. It's not quite. I don't know if it's quite the same thing. Um, and now that's turned Magic Arena. Now that that's oh, out, that's kind of taking Hearthstone sure. over because Magic is ultimately the better the game, bomb. and they made it pretty awesome. Nice. Um, I'm I'm pretty excited for. What is they, Magic the better game? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I had no idea. I, I, I remember playing Magic, and I kind of like, I think Hearthstone's awesome, and I, it does certain things better than Magic, but I think Magic being... The amount of depth in Magic is second to none, really, um, in how deep you can get into that game, <laughs> how you can play it casually, super competitively, different formats. Over, like, it's, like, there's just so much to get into that game. And, like, to me, I like games like that. I like there to be, like, infinite depth in the game and to be able to do so many different things. Hearthstone, I think, did a really good job at making magic accessible for other people. Yeah. And they did some things that I like, like getting rid of land cards and making your mana grow turn by turn so you don't even have to worry about like dead draws so game theory game theory blah, blah, the hearthstone functions better in certain ways but at the end of the day since hearthstone's come out i don't think it has evolved the way a game like magic has over two decades interesting so, interesting very interesting in a nutshell that's yeah. 
to answer no, the other question. Very big nutshell. Yeah. To answer uh, the other question, I don't really eat and play games at the same time. Right. Sometimes, it's kind of difficult. Sometimes oh, a pop tart. To. Sometimes a pop tart in the mornings on Saturdays get, and Sundays. I'll get raging headaches if I don't <laughs> eat. I'll realize four hours goes by as I didn't eat. Interesting. A meal. Um, hmm. It used to probably be Grand Theft Auto Vice City, though. Yeah, well, that's a good game. Like good stuff. nowadays, I don't have that game. It might be Forza. Like yeah. Forza might be that game for me. It's just I haven't had enough time to yeah. really go back to Forza like you would. With oh, I played League. some. I played some so, on Sunday. It's still good. Um, All right. Up next, we got a question from. If my computer would go, uh, Kangaroo Jack. Hi, <laughs> mate. Otherwise known as Jack Irish. I don't know why I changed his name. I like yeah. it, though. It's good. That's a uh, wombat. That's what nice. was that? <laughs> that was like, That's like, it's it's like, like Australian Boomhauer. <laughs> <laughs> I just started watching King of the Hill again. That's funny. Yeah. So, um, yes. Continue. I have something after this podcast. Oh, okay. I um, also do. <laughs> Y'all are killing me. Uh, Jack wanted to know, wants to know, if there was a state emergency like, say, an invasion and you had to leave your house, what items would you take and why? He personally would grab uh, his firearms, dogs, and hubby and get out of Dodge. There's a Dodge in Australia? I, I think that's the Outback. Or no, he, no, that would be getting into Dodge. I don't know. I'm oh, really I don't know. not sure. Um... Well, let's I'm, think about this. I'm screwed. It doesn't matter. Well, see, he says grab his hubby, and I'm thinking Kevin wouldn't be the first thing I grab. <laughs> Maybe not heavy. even a third. Kevin would. He's, he's first thick. of all, he's thick and heavy. On the flip side, he looks like a I dude who might go take care of himself. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's going to be gone anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely the dog. The cat, You're, I mean. The uh, cat's not going to help you. No. Other than he's going to be a meal if it comes Dart, to it. W- like, <laughs> let's be real. Like The cat's going to be like, screw I you think guys. Dart would be very helpful, though. I mean, yes. She, she, she is kind of scary, or could be. She's not scary. She's adorable. She's not, like she's so the much, most derpiest but, doggo but ever. She, she has that kind of Rottweiler, you know, right. look about her. The beard. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think um, Spade would be a good, a good? Like he's very scary. Right. He's very small, but very right. scary. That reminds it's me of the story. Teeth. It's those teeth. It's, there's so many teeth. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, definitely. Definitely. Dog. Probably my laptop because um, I'd like to think I'm going to need to have a job. That's true. After said invasion happens, and my laptop would help with that. I and you have power to charge it. Oh, I'm really one of those people in an, in an invasion that Crap. just isn't really very good for anyone. Like, I just would probably just drive to the first refugee camp. Like, hey guys, I'm here. Right? I, I can take your pictures. I don't, I don't have any firearms. I'm. Yeah. I I have my wife, my kid, my dog, and the dog's kind of mean. <laughs> I, <laughs> We're screwed in my like the accent hatchback. <laughs> I would grab my sweet sweet Mario poster. Yeah, I would definitely do that. What is this going to help you? It's not. It just makes him feel better. It reminds him of, of home. In in the middle of a state emergency and or and in invasion, nothing's going to help me. Literally yeah, nothing. We're pretty screwed. We're soft. Uh, guess I'd grab all my camping gear and throw it in my backpack and strap it on see, and I've got get my, my knife. And I don't own any camping road. gear. Get all the ropes and rock climbing gear. You never know when you got to climb a mountain. Always take a rope. Um, always always take, a rope. take a rope. Knife, folding shovel. Okay, it was um, three things. I don't own three. any of these three? things. I thought he said three things. No, I just no, said what, what would you take? take? I, oh. I'm taking my backpack and backpack, like my little tent, sleeping bag. Are you taking your wife? Because you've mentioned <laughs> yeah, a lot of things. I'll throw a backpack on her and make her take the rest of the stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Couple backpacks. All right. Knife. We're screwed. I got my buddy's shotgun right now. I take that. Oh, yeah. There you go. Dylan is very prepared. We should, you know what we should do? We should all, all go with Dylan. Like, <laughs> we'll just smuggle ourselves in your backpack. I'd head out and find yeah. my friends who I would trust in a survival situation, and then we'd be on our way. I, my friend is Dylan. Yep. <laughs> so it's going to be a long walk. Yep. Yeah.
Or um, hopefully drive. Speaking of scary little dogs, when I was 13 years old, a dog in my cousin's neighborhood chased my thick, fat 13-year-old ass around a neighborhood. And I was screaming at the top of my lungs, and I'm not even lying when I say it was like a teacup, like Yorkshire thinger. It was <laughs> the most gross thing ever. So That's small amazing. dogs can be very, very scary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that Throwing that out there. Story. <laughs> do what? That reminds me of another story. See, we yeah. we need to do a sub sub podcast about story time, and then again, <laughs> bite me story time. Yeah, I got uh, stories. Right. We should we should do a story podcast. All right. Uh, up next, Joe Coleslaw would like to know, what was your best unexpected moment while streaming for Extra Life? My best favorite unexpected moment. Well, I wasn't there. <laughs> that was my, my most unexpected moment was when Adam came in. He's like, oh, hey, I know Extra Life's this weekend, but I'm going to go see Jason Mraz instead. And I'm like, but... Um, the kids. <laughs> the, the, whatever. <laughs> Mine was um, when Adam showed up. Because he didn't. <laughs> no. Um, wow. <laughs> I think that our the, the final big donation we got was absolutely shocking and super, super surprising. And it was a lot of fun. Um, I, I obviously really enjoyed that. It was very cool to, to make that um, that goal. Um, I also, like, when I recorded Bite Me QT that, that night, um, I didn't actually do any news. I just kind of did a, like, a shout out thanks to everyone who participated. And it was, like, surprisingly emotional. <laughs> like, hey guys, it's so nice that you could all donate and play and stuff. Um, and and Joe actually made a really, really, really funny euchre joke when I was streaming with him that I laughed at a lot. Um he had he had and right around that he had some a very good political joke too it was it was good so so Joe had some some pretty funny jokes while we were playing games okay somebody walked into our studio without like i don't know that was weird much ceremony really yeah, yeah. i tried I was like, to give the hand signal like wait a second right but there's a light on out there yeah yeah. Well, uh, maybe it's not on because my computer's also not playing stuff back right now. So know. who knows? Maybe my studio. I'm 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 bad with stuff. Is it possessed by demons? Probably. All right. You said euchre. I don't know what happens after you say euchre. <laughs> you never know. Well, that's where we were. <laughs> yeah. Adam or Dylan has to give his favorite uh, um, moment. Yeah, I guess. I mean, just the actually meeting the goal. Yeah. Not to say I didn't think we were going to make it, but I think. Anytime you set a goal, like, I don't know, like, it's always a good feeling yeah. when it happens. Mm-hmm. And after the first day when you get, like, what, 30, 40%? Oh, no, we were, like, 70%, 70%. 65%. Yeah, because we had, like, $3,700, I want to say, $3,400. Yeah. Like, 40% to go or so. Like, it, like, I think I expected we would raise most of it the first day. So, like, there was still a decent way to go. And so you're like, I don't know. Like, will we do it? Can we do it? And then it, it happened. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that, that was kind of, that was kind of cool. So. Very cool. What was, uh, I'd like to know and what Joe's is. The, the frog game. That was interesting. <laughs> oh, God. And, and, and duck game. Duck game. So, yeah. was the, the frog climbers, was that this year's Gang Beasts? Kind of. Because okay. it has that same feeling of, like, Dang, it's so hard. This is so hard to do something so It's simple. such a simple idea, but it's so hard so to execute. It's a laughing riot. Yeah. Interesting enough, we played Gang Beast this week, or this this time, and uh, it looks like they've kind of patched it to a degree where it's a lot more, like, wrestly. Like, it, last year it seemed like you could really just, like, headbutt people out and right. then, like, chuck their dead body around. And this was more just, like, everyone grabbing into each other. It was, it was weird. <laughs> nice. Yeah. 
All right. Thank you for the question, Joe. Uh, next, Jacob wants to know icon I, iconorizing. Yes, that's icon iconorizing. Right. But I like saying iconorizing. Okay. It's fun. Yeah, Icona Rising, coming to the Neptune. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Um, all right, Jacob wants to know, if video games are considered as a work of art, do they have to be fun? Like a painting, some games are not fun, but amazing all at the same time. No, I don't think they have to be fun. I've thought about this question a lot, and I don't know if I've quite come to the right I think that there are... I think that all video games are art. Just like I think all movies are art. And well, see, all, I don't know if Candy Crush is art. No, I mean, it, or not, yeah. Still... I mean, some people don't think that, you know, the Campbell Soup labels are art. You know, art is subjective, and that's what it is. Um, I think that they are all in art form, um, just like movies and games and TV and actual, you know, paintings and so on and so forth. Um, so I think that is, there is 100% a possibility of a game that is not fun at all. Um <laughs> To still be art and to still be uh, a valid game or a game that exists only to make you think about something. Like I think that there are you're seeing a lot of, especially in the indie space, games that are not fun, but are especially political or, you know, um, about do interesting things with gender or do interesting things about um, culture and that kind of thing. Um, And I think that. I don't think they're any closer to being art than Candy Crush, but I think that they're all legitimate art forms. And as video games expands into that space, that goes from just being, hey, we have first-person shooters to, hey, we have games that really exist to make you think about things. Um, and, like, some of them are only five minutes long. You know, there are, there are like, if you get into that kind of, like, itch.io stuff, there are so many games out there that only exist to, to teach you about something um, or to make you think about something. And that's... Like I said, it's not closer to art, but I think games are expanding as an art form. Um, I'll kind of flip to the other side just a little bit and just say, like, yes, it doesn't have to be fun, but like a movie, like a good movie, more people are going to watch it. So if a movie has a good story and stuff and is enjoyable, like you're going to have a bigger audience, just like a game. If a game is fun, people will play it. If you have a cool, thought-provoking piece that really isn't fun and no one enjoys it, no one plays it, so your art isn't experienced by a lot of people. So, and I think because it is a game, so I think a game implies some amount of interactivity, I guess, not necessarily competitive or anything. Um, I think there does need to be some element of fun, and something that's thought-provoking can be fun. Right. So, for me, a game has to probably have some... Sorry. I don't know if that's coming through on the podcast, but it sounds like somebody's moving a thousand pound chair across a piece of shop, right? Pick it up. It's a thousand pounds, Dylan. Did you not hear that? (laughs) Anyway. Uh, How am I supposed to collect my thoughts? Um, Games are kind of meant to be fun, I think. So do they have to be? No, but I think... Most sure helps. Like, you're meant to enjoy it, and if you enjoy something, it, it tends to be fun in some way. Right. I guess that's how I would phrase it. I mean, there's people that enjoyed, like, you know, Schindler's List. That's not a fun movie, but right. they enjoyed but, it. Like, but it's, it's, you're that's... still getting a positive experience, and I, to me, that that's fun. Like, fun is kind of hard to describe, but right. it, doesn't, it doesn't necessarily have to be a... Maybe fun is the wrong word. Maybe the word is enjoyment. Right. 
like you can enjoy things that are like expressly just bad, like well, like evil. And I mean, or wrong I think that like whatever, like reading you know. nonfiction books, reading a book about history, rarely do I think that's fun. But I would think that that's interesting, yeah. and that I think I learned something from that, and maybe I was right. you know better as a person for knowing that. Would and you so say think, it's enjoyable? Fun. You know, sometimes, sometimes not. Sometimes it's very much the opposite of enjoyable. Um, okay. Like, well, if you're reading about horrible things, if you're reading about you know, yeah, that's all fun to me. Anytime yeah. I'm learning, anytime I'm reading, anytime I'm like getting better at something that's fun yeah. to me. Like I, that, that pursuit of knowledge and more of anything yeah. is fun. So that that's how I look at it. I guess. Yeah, that's fair. Um, doesn't matter what like how depressing a movie is. Like sometimes a movie is depressingly bad, and that's not fun because it's just a bad movie. But generally, if I'm learning something, like that's fun to me. So. Fair. Well, there you go. All right. Well, thank you for that. Uh, really killed me. Yeah. I just moved together. <laughs> thank you for the question, Jacob, and thank you for all the questions this week. If you have other questions for us, feel free to drop into our Discord. I don't Who know is if that? I don't know if it's even coming through. Like we could probably be the only ones hearing it. But if you're not hearing that noise, like well, I bet you your... they're re-putting the oh, the tables in the, the kitchen after the lobby concert. Oh, pick it up. It's like a <laughs> tiny couch, the tiny chairs. This week's episode is definitely going to be one of the more interesting ones. They're all interesting in their well, own ways. This is one of the more. <laughs> it's more interesting. Um, all right, so let's wrap it up with some cheap free games and uh, the such. So we talked about this on the QTE because last week uh, we're like, we're going to record our show. And literally the day after, Sony yeah. is like, here's your free crap. Yeah. So um, if you Every missed it. Time. Right. Um, the PlayStation Plus games are out for November and you can get them. Now. Now. Yeah. Um, Bulletstorm Full Clip Edition, Yakuza Kiwami, uh, Jackback, Jackbox Party Pack <laughs> 2. I say that every time. You should have heard me cutting the QTE last week. I'm like, <laughs> Jackback, Jackback. It's real bad. Um, Arcado Series on the PS3, Burly Minute C on the PS Vita. It's crossed by with PS4 as well as Roundabout on the Vita. It's also crossed by with PS4. Um, and I should uh, note that the Jackbox Party Pack 2 is a PS3. Uh, game. Did you do this on QTE too? I, did. I think I did that on QTE as well. Well, we have your we free crap it. covered. We covered Yo. it. Um, Twitch Prime, which I always forget about. I always get them like last second. Yeah, which I've actually got all of these. Oh, well, in that case, you don't need to yeah. worry about it. Um, nobody should get this game because it's crap and it's called Overcooked. God, it got hot. At, uh, I saw that y'all were playing it. I'm like, no, I'm not watching yeah. it right now. Trash talking me so bad. Um. I mean, honestly, he's kind of a jerk, too, but whatever. My kitchen was better. Your kitchen's on the back of moving trucks going opposite directions, so no, it's not. It's not okay. Um, also, uh, on Twitch Prime, you get Overload, which I don't know what that is. Mm. Pretty sure I've got it. Uh, but AER, Memories of Old, I know I've got that. Uh, Pillars of the Earth, I'm a Liar, don't have that. I've got Pillars of Eternity. <laughs> Those are different. Very, very different. Um, any of these you know, recommend, should talk about? You know, I uh, don't. No. <laughs> no. You don't or you don't know? I don't uh-huh. know. Um, okay, so the December Humble Bundle has been announced, and it's got some really good stuff in it. Uh, if you don't have Game Pass or you didn't grab it on your PlayStation Plus membership... Or Xbox, Games or, of or, Gold. <laughs> or Games of Gold. Um, Metal, Gear, Metal, well, Metal Gear Solid Five. Uh, what the Phantom Pain? What have you played this? I've not. I own it. I own like three copies of it. Me too. I've never played All for, it. Yeah. I've never paid for a copy of it. I bought it on bought Xbox. It it like yeah, I paid like twelve bucks for it from GameFly and just have never played it. Oh, 
Um, well, so I hear you get, it's really good. I hear it's one of the best. Yeah, I just haven't done it because it's long. It's like 60, 65 hours. I don't have that Boy. kind of time. Um, so, yeah, Humble Bundle, if you pay right now, you can unlock the uh, the early unlockables are Metal Gear, I can't say that, Metal Gear Solid Five, uh, also Ground Zeroes plus City Skylines. And City Skylines is awesome. Yeah, which there's the base, I want to say there's the base version on Game Pass. Yeah, um, it is. But this is City Skylines, plus you get the an expansion, it's uh, the... What's it? The, the, the in the dark or something oh, dark? Really? Yeah, yeah. Very cool. So yeah, I went ahead and unlocked it because I really wanted to play City Skylines. It's so and much this, fun. I want to do that. I, I want to play that City on my Skylines. PC. Yeah. So there is that. Jill of the Jungle trilogy is free right now. If you'd like to pick that up, um, what is this? There are uh, some arcade platformers that came out in like the early nineties. Oh. Um, they're they were originally they're made by Epic back when Epic was Epic Mega Games. Um, oh, wow. So like super super well known back then. But up until very recently, they have not been available digitally at all. So they pulled them on the GOG and they made them free. So Wow. Yeah. I should try that. Because, um, you know, I don't have this other really small yeah. game called Red Dead Redemption 2 to play. Same. Um, Destiny 2 is free to keep if you'd like to snag that. Right now uh, through the 18th, you can pick that up for free off of where? Battle.net. Battle.net? So this okay. is on the PC. You have to download it before the 18th, and if you do that, the base vanilla game is yours to keep forever. But you have to do it before November 18th. <laughs> Adam just looked at this phone and got very confused. I, I, don't, I don't know, know what that means. Anyway, go um, get Destiny. It's it's really good. It gives you there's a lot of stuff to play there. Obviously you want the other DLC and the yeah. other expansion stuff you'd have to pay for those. Which I've not I've not gotten the DLC. I mean I I bought the DLC but I've not played it. Gotten there, yeah. Yeah. Well I mean I could get could I get there? I could get there. The funny thing is, is yeah, I've bought it too, and I've not played either I fell of, the, off of that the DLC. Real hard. I loved the vanilla game though. The vanilla yeah. game's really good. It's about twenty hours. It's real good. Yeah. I finished it this weekend, and I was like, it's over? Oh, no. you Like, the vanilla game? You, I, we blew through that in eight hours. Is it? Maybe. I really thought it was more like 20. I don't know. Whatever. I think, it's really fun. I think it takes about 20 hours no, to get your light level up higher. because the first mission is like two hours long. First mission is like an hour? Hour and a half? Minutes? But there's a lot of other stuff there. Because I just finished it. I was like, it's over? Really? Yeah. I, I'm not lying. Blew through it in probably eight to ten hours max. I thought it was more like... It could be. I thought it was more like 20. Either way, it doesn't matter. It's super fun. Yeah, just it's totally go, worth go it. Go get it, play it. It's fun. I was, just, I was honestly very surprised. It's like, one of the, it's like when you play 80% of a game and you... Oh, you, you put, put it, it away, yeah. And you play, and like, I was that close to Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I got to leave in like one minute, but I want to do Troll Corner real All right, fast. let's Troll Corner the crap out of this real quick, because so, Blizzard did this thing, and I was wondering where it was going to be. God, people are dumb. Um, so Troll Corner this weekend is not Blizzard, in fact. It's actually Capital G Gamers, again, because they're idiots. Oh, um, sorry. Blizzard, before BlizzCon, is like, hey, we're announcing Diablo stuff, but it's not Diablo 4. Get used to the fact that it's not Diablo 4. <laughs> and so... You know, very end of the thing, they're like Diablo, and everyone lost their minds, and they're like Diablo, what is it called? Infinite, I think. It's a mobile game. They made yeah. a Diablo mobile game, and I'm like, that's awesome. I'd play Diablo mobile. Diablo be, Immortal. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, that's awesome. And the internet was like, you lied to us. Where's our Diablo 4? Gamers don't want mobile games. What's wrong with you? Literally during the Q&A session, a guy got up and was like, is this an April Fool's, is this an April yeah. Fool's joke? Like, like 10 months too guys, late. Guys, everything in the world doesn't have to be for you. Just because you don't want something doesn't mean that other people don't want that same thing. Right? Stop being dicks to game developers. Especially, especially Good like, lord. Like, I'm sure we're going to get Diablo 4. 
A hundred percent. But what is Blizzard doing currently? Yeah. A lot. Like, Overwatch continues to get content. They're remastering uh, Warcraft 3. They've done all the other StarCraft. Oh, yeah. Hearthstone. Hearthstone constantly updating every three months. They just gave away um, a bajillion Hearthstone cards as part of their anniversary. Um, like... World of Warcraft getting their vanilla war, like World of Warcraft. Yeah. Like, they're constantly doing things. It's not like they're sitting on their thumbs, like... And, and, and like, I know y'all don't, I mean, and I'm not, I, I hope, God, I hope I'm not actually talking to anyone on our podcast, but people don't want to accept the fact mobile games make a crap ton of money. Fortnite mobile makes $130 million a month. Like, <laughs> there's real honest to God money there. And, and that money goes to pay for the games that you do want. Right. They put Diablo on the app store. People play Diablo. And now you get Diablo 4. Okay, there oh. you go. That's an equation that makes sense and dollars. Stop being dumb. Stop making death threats to developers online. Stop... Stop. Just, just stop. stop. Just stop. Just stop. Do the right. answer. I gotta go take pictures. Yes, we're gonna stop this show now. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to uh, find out any more about our happy little show, just go to bitemepodcast.com, B-Y-T-E-Me podcast.com. Uh, we got links to all our social medias, our Discord. You can find out more about our Patreon. You can still donate to Extra Life. What else? I think that's really... That's it? I wish, I hope that I can pull sound audio from our show this week of that chair being dragged across. Because I'm, I'm going to use that somewhere, somehow. It was amazing. Right. Pick up the chair. All right. Thanks for listening. And yeah, we're out. <laughs>